This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Guess what? I'm Gus. Okay, guess what? I'm Gavin. Why am I so low down? Gavin. I'm Blaine. Why am I so tall? What guess? It's Barbara. And um, Gus. I like your shirt, Barbara. I just noticed it right now. I didn't notice it when, uh, we, right before we went live. Protect him at all costs. It yes, comes I back. Thought Less than yeah. two weeks. New Baby Yoda episodes. <laughs> Baby Yoda episodes. What's that My show favorite show. <laughs> Mandalorian. Mandalorian. What, what's up with their marketing? Like, I feel like I've seen like two things about it and that's that's been it, you know? Two I whole think, things? I think that they don't care. It's like you've either got Disney Plus or you don't. I think they're uh, <laughs> you know, it's like they're not gonna get anyone else. Like everyone who everyone who wants to watch everyone who's excited about it already has it probably. Didn't the main that's guy quit? So Pas- okay. I'm gonna address that. Pedro Pascal, there were rumors, but that's just horseshit. I think uh. that that's people trying to stir up Star Wars drama. And uh, I actually reached out to a couple of people that are like really big in the community and have like back, you know, behind the scenes connections. And they're like, no, it's just horseshit. Does Star Wars has drama. Well, that's good. It's well, like <laughs> Lucasfilm, I think they have a policy of not responding to fan speculation. Mm. Uh, so when people are speculating that Pedro Pascal like quit midseason, they just they were like, are, you know, hands are tied. But no, that's not the case. Fair play. I'm glad he's still around. When does it yeah, come back? Like Christmas or something? When was the date? No, it, less than two October weeks. 30th. October 30th. Oh, fuck. Isn't there a new trailer today? There's a new thing today, isn't there? Well, they were tweeting out that know. you can tweet them and then they'll tweet you when it happens. Tweet. What? <laughs> you can, so their, instead of sending account. a tweet to everyone, they're going to individually at reply to everyone to let them know that there's a trailer out? Yeah, have you not? Well, no, they'll let you know whenever the new episode is out. Have you not seen that? That marketing thing? Where they say, tweet us, reply to this thing, and then we will tweet you when a new episode is oh, out. Oh, like, it's almost like when you uh, sign up for alerts if something is out of stock on a website. So if you, like, but- put in your email address, they'll, like, contact you when it's available. So it's kind of like this through Twitter, right? Is that what you're saying, Blaine? Okay. Yeah. So there's one account divide- designed entirely to just does, does send people else- tweets. Does anyone else think this is entirely stupid, or am I the only one? I mean, to me, it's like, if you're super lazy and you want to know, like, you see a tweet about something, you're like, yeah, I'd like to know when that comes out, but I'm too lazy to do follow-up. Let's just have them tweet me when it's out, so I don't even have to look. Like, Can you do the whole exactly podcast me. like that, with that voice and that lean? Like, like just leaning like <laughs> this, talking out of my mouth, just from the As- side. It's easy because as I'm someone standing. who got super fucking hyped for hey look standing at her go. desk wow for the the ghost in the shell we'll see how long like Netflix today. show I totally missed when that got released I didn't watch it until like is, a week after it came is it, out is it good I liked it it's but, uh, like people, people hated the animation right? style. yes it's, ju- yeah standalone complex twenty forty five I just finished rewatching season one of standalone complex this past weekend and I'm about to start season two I meant to watch start season two yesterday but uh I didn't maybe I'll start it after this podcast it's still so good it's still it's a great show I think the I remember at the time it came out God, when was it like two thousand three or two thousand four like I thought the animation looked incredible like I was blown away and now we're <laughs> watching it I'm like eh, it's all right you know <laughs> it's funny no. like, how, how much that changes. It's so good. Yeah. I just bought the Blu-ray. We were talking about this yesterday, and I just I got the Blu-ray in the mail today. 
Don't don't I, destroy the illusion that we talked about this already beforehand, Blaine. <laughs> We're having a spontaneous oh, conversation here. The first time oh, ever, we save all of our conversations for the podcast to talk about with our community. That's right. That's right. I, I've I've been watching uh, Haunting of Hill House because I'm trying to watch Bly Manor, but I don't want to watch that first, so I'm just catching up. It's it, it's spooky. Yeah, it's a little bit scary. I also last night watched episode six. And it's Return, mental. Return of the Jedi? Nope. <laughs> oh, episode six of, of the show. Of Hill House. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's the one where they did it in like five shots. Like the whole episode <gasps> has like it's got like a twelve minute take and then like a seventeen minute take and it's like must have been a technical ball ache to get that done. It's insane. Yeah. Very good. It's a very good show. Do you ever get stressed in long takes? Like like knowing like how much effort of, it took to film it. And yeah, like, like watching children up. of men, they have like long takes yeah. and you're just yeah. like, oh, someone's going to blow it. Someone's going to blow the take. Yeah, we talked about that on a super old podcast, like what it must have been like to be like a dying guy in some room that they don't come into until like eight minutes into the take. And you just you're just like lying on the floor waiting for them to get to you, yeah. hoping you don't bollocks it up. And you know well, that but by, by that point, like if you're that far into the take, you don't get to practice it that often. So it's like by the time they get to you, you haven't you haven't done it more than a couple of times. Like, yeah. oh, don't fuck it up. You know what reminds me of that is when we used to film those vines with Bernie uh, back before Vine had like any sort of editing tool. So you had to get everything in sequence on the first take. And I remember there was one we filmed in particular where he had to drink something and burp. And like, I Gavin, how many do you think we had? How many takes of that? <laughs> like probably fifteen to twenty yeah, of them. Like then 12 like we do the whole thing because it was like three or four shots before and then the last shot was him drinking and going like eh, what or whatever it was <laughs> and like he'd fuck it up every time so we'd have to refilm the entirety of the vine <laughs> did we have to so refilm weird. it or so we couldn't like stack shots at the beginning i thought we just I, had to refilm that one bit i think maybe, maybe they maybe updated it they, i think they updated it after where you could then stack shots but i think before oh, it was just like i do remember you know, it being uh proper nightmare for, to make a six second video <laughs> we would walk off of whole polish. like entire days to film like yeah. three vines <laughs> we've we've all been in shoots before what's like something like a gag that before the ad was like we only got two takes at this so we better not fuck it up like i mean i'm sure gavin's is like way bigger because it's slow -mo so many related. with blood fest too yeah which is like gore and like messing up a costume before yeah, reset. There was there was a, a scene. I, I mean, I feel like I could spoil Bloodfest at this point in time. It's yeah, been out for, for three it. years. Um, so I get like a hand comes through my body, um, and I'm supposed to like cough up blood. And I think that we did like two takes total. But like I was like I really want to like spit blood so I could get it on the camera lens because I think that'll be really cool for the shot. Um, and it didn't go very well, but by then everything was covered in fake blood. So it's like, well, we have to use one of those two takes. That's really all we could do unless we want to like spend the next hour and a half cleaning everything up. Mm -hmm. I've, I filmed a train crash into a car once. That was probably the. It's probably a little more stressful than blood. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> there was a blood take in Arizona Circle. Oh. Yeah, like a blood. Like I had a. We were in the living room of episode one. Or was it? Yeah, and uh, I suppose I'm supposed to vomit blood, and they kept fucking it up to where the tube that was connected behind my mouth was like getting dislodged, or it would just like shoot the wrong direction. And we, I think, we ended up just like enhancing it in post. 
There's a lot of stuff. Whenever it involves like something wet or something bloody or something dirty, um, it's a lot of pressure because you're like, we could reset this shot. It's going to take a lot of cleanup. Luckily, most places have like a change of wardrobe. Like I think for Bloodfest, we had like two or three at least different uh, versions of our wardrobe for that kind of stuff. But it's still a lot of work. We, yeah, I guess uh, how many wardrobes did you have in Bloodfest? Uh, just one. <laughs> uh, but one more than you ended up seeing in the final film. We, for the first time in seven months, I went back to the studio last week and Ooh, uh, had for? to, had we, we filmed something in a very safe manner. Uh, I had to take a COVID test. It's my first COVID test uh, before we could go in. And uh, that's not pleasant. It came back negative. I'm sure everyone wants to know. Uh, but uh, as part of that shoot, there was one thing where I had to destroy the set. And it was like, we have to make sure that we're ready for this take because there's not a second one. Like when it's done, that's it. Like that's yep. that's it. We're going home. <laughs> so it's like, yep. everyone's like, all right, are all the cameras working? Is everything rolling? Are we sure that we've got this? Is there any last minute notes? Anybody want to do anything different? Like, okay, do it. And then it's like, all right, that's it. We're done. I was <laughs> wondering how that up. part was going to go because I, I was also on the same shoot as you, as was a, a couple other people from Rooster Teeth. And, uh, I remember them saying like, oh, you know, at the end of this, Gus has to destroy the set and do all this thing. And Stephanie was talking to me because she was the director on this. And she's like, is there anything you recommend us like giving direction for Gus for him to like get all angry and destroy stuff? I was like, it's <laughs> Gus. No, just like, I'll do it. I don't know. Just say like, go for it. And he'll go crazy. He'll be happy to like, yeah, just thought like, on him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've, I had a, a similar thought when I was doing um, that video I made for Tenet where I had to at one point hit a vase of paint like all up the wall but it was like whatever happened happened like i couldn't do it twice because it would then because i was doing it backwards so it would have it would have been in everything before that not after it so i was like everything has to be untouched and i was really nervous i was gonna like do a really lame hit and i ended up hitting it way too hard and freaking glass went everywhere but uh yeah one and done it's always satisfying 1917 they uh when he's doing that sprint down the battlefield and all the guys are running yeah. out of the uh what are those called trenches, trenches uh, he yeah. like slams into a dude they like tackle make contact and then they fall and then he gets back up that was apparently that was unscripted yeah it just, just happened to just happen to collide <laughs> yeah but it looks it great it's more realistic it, like, oh. <laughs> yeah yeah it would have been hard to make that look real with the timing There's a, uh... if, if you're doing a long take there's a couple of Easter eggs like that in different movies. Like I know, um, was it Django Unchained with um, Leonardo DiCaprio, that character he played? Apparently there's a scene where he like slams down a glass and like it actually slams and breaks and cuts his hand open. And he's like, his hand is bleeding in that scene and they just kept mm. going instead of cutting. Yeah, he uh, ends up like wiping it off, I think, because they made it part of the scene. I think it was an ashtray, was it? He like slams it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something glass, yeah. My favorite yeah. one is uh, in Lord of the Rings when Viggo Mortensen like breaks a toe because he like oh because he kicked the bucket he kicked, he kicked <laughs> well, the a, helmet I think it was a helmet yeah <laughs> and it's like he just kept going with the scene and I think it's the take and also in Mission Impossible Fallout right like they use the take where Tom Cruise broke his ankle jumping from one building to another yeah and in Lord of the Rings there's that other one God this is just fucking IMDb trivia the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> This is the last one I'll contribute, but the one where he hits the knife that was thrown at him by that orc, uh, apparently that was not supposed to happen. Like, the guy 
was in the costume, so he he fucked up and it slipped out of his hand. And Vigo Mortensen actually fucking hit the knife like a baseball bat. Really, I didn't know that was unplanned. Apparently, that was unplanned. I have not found anything that's disproven that. But like, hmm. they were saying that Vigo Mortensen got so fucking good with the sword that he just like instinctively fucking whipped it out. That that's a great moment in. I assume I've told this before. It's a great moment in a an earlier Bond film, Octopussy, where like Roger Moore is Bond and he's in india they're on like tuk-tuks fighting they're like driving together and like someone's got a tennis racket and there's like a guy with a machete and they're like clashing these two vehicles together <laughs> and from the other direction is just a man on a bike and the and the two cars just go like and like let the bike pass and then come back together and it was just some guy riding his bike <laughs> wow. he just rode through the shot like Holy past the camera wow. crew. and you just see him go like Pew! it's so funny I, I think you mean uh the name of that james bond film is Octo. Did you? Look at yeah. you. Very well Look done. Gus has upgraded. <laughs> Everybody's upgraded. got a fucking Elgato now. I've got, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve. Are you kidding me? Oh, you got that as well? I'm Please waiting stop. for actual Eric to got a, fit on it. I, I, I revived. We've been at home long enough and decided to uh, resurrect the Eric soundboard. Uh, <laughs> Big dog's gotta eat. <laughs> I don't know who's real and I don't know, I know who's I the can't soundboard. Tell. Brought her back. I had a I, I had a little bit of help from uh from Mike. He uh he sent me his soundboard files, so I said oh, I set one up genius. here. Genius. Even when Eric's not around, gotta keep make sure that he's around. My favorite uh, part of this that I'm gonna out you Gus, but you got uh, this mixer a while ago and you've been like testing some stuff out and like every now yeah. and then we'll be on a Discord call, like getting ready to record something or stream, and you'll like test certain features out on us. And so mm -hmm. you're like, Oh yeah, did you guys watch that uh recent episode of face and like your beat won't work so it oh, just sounds yeah. like you're just saying it, and we're like were we supposed to hear something just now yeah, are you trying to bleep jam for some reason it doesn't Blank like face. i think yeah like on discord what was, it was the gate settings yeah. were wrong so like on discord it wasn't going through it's just whole fucking it, it's been it's a great mixer i'm glad i have it but it's been a lot of work uh um getting it set up you're right eric that was an unappreciated joke from gavin that was a good joke gavin do you do you think that you are less technically minded than you used to be, Gus? Do you think no. you're like getting on and like you're not up to date with the new shit? I'm so with it. I got all kinds <laughs> of tech. I'm the, the, never gonna let it go. When I, I think I've said this before, but when I was younger, you know, obviously when I was a little kid, didn't have a computer. I don't think I got my family didn't get our first computer until I was much older. I must have been like sixteen. And uh, like back then, you really had to know a lot about computers in order for them to like in order to get the most out of them, in order to make them work. And I thought that as time went on, everyone would understand how computers work, that it would just become like this thing where everyone knew it's like, if something went wrong, they'd know how to troubleshoot it and people would be able to swap out hardware. And it would just be like a thing everyone could do. And man, I was so wrong on that. That I think the best analogy I should have thought of at the time was it would be like a car where it's like everyone uses it and you're aware when something's wrong, you can't necessarily fix it, but you can find someone who can fix it for you. Yeah, uh, we've definitely gone in that direction where it's like all technology and computers have become like black boxes where people don't necessarily understand how it works. They know what they can do with it, but they don't understand the underlying technology behind it or how to get the most out of it. And I getting back to your point, Gavin, I don't want to get to that point in my life. <laughs> I want to make sure I always understand the technology I'm using and I, I can like get the most out of it. And if I need to, I could fix it myself. I'm not going to fucking open things up and solder them. Uh, I'm not going to get down to that level, <laughs> but I'll be able to do like troubleshooting and, you know, basic like replacing parts and stuff like that. It reminds me of that time when you were troubleshooting the, the server 
in Buda. And uh, I, you were plugging it in and it wouldn't turn on. And, and then after a while, I was like, don't you need to hit the switch? <laughs> the, the switch on the back. Yeah, it was and you the were just power like, supply switch. You must have like, felt so silly. God damn yeah. it. I hate that you saw that. <laughs> that's it's too, really that's uh, embarrassing. I've, I've noticed too, like with, with our group at least, um, John has been like our savior so many times for tech issues. Like yeah. he he understands some stuff that we are still working out, like everything to do with like sound mixers and stuff like that. I had no idea mm -hmm. how to use and he like has been so patient with all of us walking us through like step by step how yeah. to use stuff and how to operate it. That's the reason I bought this hardware mixer because we had been using a software mixer to try to uh, do the things like you're talking about. And the software mixer was just like such a pain in my ass. Like I couldn't wrap my head around software doing the job of hardware. So I was like, I'm just going to buy the piece of hardware and that way I can physically route my audio like i can see it and i can plug shit and i know i can hit a button it's going from here to here there done i bet it's all still software you've just got fancy buttons to <laughs> right. control the software it's obviously software there's a, there's a software application that comes with it but it's like i have a piece of hardware that adjusts the software like if you wanted to right. rewrite i could open the software that came with it and do all the same things but yeah. well, the thing i have this it, piece of hardware here we use this thing called voice meter which essentially mm -hmm. is like a software sound mixer um in my fucking existence it, it, to essentially like route like if we're doing a stream we um only send our gameplay audio through that and then we have the td take our audio from discord for our voices and it's like this whole complicated setup because then if you try to get just your desktop audio, it's going to capture both the gameplay and your Discord audio. So you're going to get people twice. It's a whole complicated thing. Um, and it's just been like having to figure that out. And the, the interface of the software is so confusing for someone who's never used something like that before, which is like, all right, I got A1, A2, B1, <laughs> the, this input, this output yeah. of the aux and... <laughs> I'm still yeah. going off of the trial version, so sometimes it just closes out, and I'll be like yeah. in the middle of a recording, a phone call, or playing games, and then everything mutes, and then I'm just Dude, like, "Dude, it's like twenty bucks. Hello? Just buy." It. Yeah. Also, I, you I, don't have to pay for it if you're using right. it for work. The yeah. company will buy that. They, they, uh, been, you, they probably have a commercial to license. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're supposed to get a license for that. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll go buy it. <laughs> I'll buy it tonight. I'll buy it tonight or tomorrow. I'll put it off. <laughs> It's it's better to just bitch about it and complain. Yeah. yeah. I, it's uh, content. It's true. I had, uh, speaking of content, I had maybe one of the highlights of the past 17 years of working at Rooster Teeth uh, here recently. In the RT animated adventure that came out today, I have an argument with Bernie, and at the very end of it, he acknowledges that I'm right. <gasps> oh, and what's I think the argument? Which it's, one when, it? it's from that stuck at home podcast where we argue about the direction of Sixth Street and First Street in relation to Lake Austin <laughs> Boulevard and how you go down one street, but if you, you turn, you're on a different street. Uh, oh, at the shit. end of the argument, he looks at a map and he says, Oh, you're right. And I was like, That, like, out of 17 years, that's like a <laughs> highlight of my career at Rooster Teeth is being, finally having Bernie acknowledge that I was right in an argument. <laughs> wow, vindication must feel. I like that it, your, the best moment wasn't when it happened, it was when it was animated. Yeah, it's like it happened. <laughs> that was great. But now having it animated, like now everyone's going to see it. It's, it's, uh, it's immortalized. I was revisited that. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that the RTAAs too, like those are only a minute and a half, two minutes. Like everyone's going to know about that argument now. It's going to be right. one of the more viewed thing. And so it's now you're just mm -hmm. going to be the successor forever. Those were a while ago now, those stuck-at-home like podcasts. Different to this stuck-at-home podcast. Yeah, we're still stuck at home. <laughs> Wasn't that those like, were in, like June? April? 
Was it April? I don't even fucking oh, remember. It was like it was early on. Wow. Yeah, yeah you're right. It must have been. It must have been April. I think you're right, Barbara. April or May, at least. The favorite mm-hmm. argument that I had was you guys talking about the iPhone thing, and then we made it into an RTAA, but it was like a bobblehead RTAA. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. was the first project I ever worked on at Rooster Teeth. You did that like by I yourself went, too, right? Yeah, I went back and watched it, and I was like, oh, this holds up. This is pretty good. I was proud of little intern Blaine. I, I loved the, the airport door construction <laughs> argument <laughs> slash big bell argument that got animated because... <laughs> Bernie and I are just refusing to argue about the same thing. We're both like pushing our own points that don't <laughs> cross over, but we're both so stubborn. Oh. It's great. The argument goes nowhere. And in the end, uh, Bernie just gets annoyed and stops, which is the ideal outcome. That's good content. That's real good content. <laughs> that argument that, that you won, Gus, that's the real reason he left Rooster Teeth. He just couldn't face it anymore. Was... Yeah. I think, I think I read a comment that uh, said, like, he got on the road. And couldn't figure out the appropriate exit, got turned around, then kept driving till he left the country. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara, you just said one like Gus. I've always said it like that. You, oh. you won. I, I've always said it like that. I think people have pointed that out before, but I, but I am consciously trying to change it every time I say it. One. No, Barbara. You you're saying it the correct way. Because it's one. W-O-N. It's not O-N-E. Not, yeah. It's not one. Correct. Point to Barbara. Yeah. Wonder. <gasps> I did it. Me and Gus agree on yeah. something. <laughs> Wonder. What's uh? I... What's Wonder Woman's name? <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah, but you said Wonder Woman. You didn't say one like Wonder Woman. Or what? Wonder what? Woman. Because they're. T- <laughs> <laughs> How does Gus when say it's... it? One. <laughs> it's two totally different words. It's W O N in both situations. Oh my God! Are we really gonna do this? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not. <laughs> I just want to get something animated. Yeah, it, how have... would you how would you pronounce L O N? Like that's not a word, but just L O N. Lawn. Lawn. How would you Lon. pronounce L O N E L Y? Lonely. Lonely. Lawn. Lone. E after it, Barbara. Yeah, it's an e. I know, but I'm just saying, like, just because you have the first three letters of something, how do you say London? We're doing it. London. <laughs> London. <laughs> London. London. Right, we're done. Argument's over. Argument's over. It went nowhere. We, we nobody won. We all lost. I also love the two shots. Nobody won. Me and Gavin, because you're so far down in your frame that it looks like it's a mistake. Oh, when, do it again. Eh, you're not too bad anymore. <laughs> now you go really high. Yeah, I think we were just talking about height right before this podcast. She's wearing high too. heels. Yeah, that's me in high heels. Stay on my Eric, can I, I picked the the same height. Oh, for ideal height. Six yeah. two, didn't, right? You said. Didn't we, Eric? He's not there. Wait, so no singing. Gus, would you <laughs> change your height if you had the ability to? Like, or do you like the height that you're I'm at? Pretty, I'm pretty happy with my height. And you're six foot two. Uh, six one, six two, somewhere on there. Okay. Okay. And then Gavin, you would want to be six foot two. Well, Eric asked me what, like, if you could pick a height, what would you be? And I picked that because. Uh, it's you know, like a respectable height without banging your head on, on plane ceilings and door frames and stuff. Maybe a plane ceiling you'd clock your head. You picked too. it. You picked it because it's the perfect height. Yeah. Good I hear you twice. What the hell was that? Oh, it's voice meter. Or sorry, it's it's Discord in VMix. Oh. I'm everywhere, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna mute VMix just in case. No. 
Listen to me I just twice. want to hear you once. Hearing you once so, is Six enough, foot Eric. two. Well, then hear me say this. Six foot two is the perfect height. But it you is... like being little. No, I happen to be little. Oh, I have want you worked to be out, six foot two. Have you worked out a body slash hand gest gesture for I'm big? Drew did. Drew worked Drew. it out. Yeah. Oh, what was his? I believe it was this. It's like oh, big. oh, like crouching over a yeah, like a, like, a, like a bear leaning on a fence. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> What's a medium? Did we figure medium that out too? The medium's just like there. It's just whatever you are. I'm medium. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it needs to be mentioned. No, probably not. We're good. <laughs> I'm so low down. <laughs> You're pretty low compared to the rest of us. <laughs> well, my um, headroom. This episode of the Received Podcast is brought to you by Harry's. Harry's just came out with their sharpest blades ever, and unlike some other razor companies, they're not charging you more for their product improvements. Harry's is out here with new sharper blades that are still as low as $2. I love a close shave at a low price, so naturally Harry's is a go-to. like how convenient they make everything without sacrificing quality, though they do also have a 100% quality guarantee. You can find Harry's new Sharper blades in big box, drug, grocery stores near you. If you like to shop online, like I do, uh, new U.S. customers can redeem a trial by going to harrys.com slash teeth. You know, other razor companies have increased their prices when they introduce something new, but Harry's is delivering their sharpest shave ever. They are not raising their prices because Harry's own German factory has been honing razor blades for 100 years. They source their steel from Sweden and own the entire manufacturing process from R&D to the factory floor. This allows them to keep prices low and confidently stand by a 100% quality guarantee on harrys.com. Harry's is available wherever you shop. You can get Harry's sharpest blades ever at big box, drug, grocery stores near you. Just head over to the grooming aisle. You've probably seen them there. Uh, if you'd like to shop online, Harry's is a great offer for listeners of this show. New U.S. customers can redeem a Harry's trial set at harrys.com teeth. You'll get a five blade razor featuring their new sharper blades, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and a travel cover to protect your blade when you're on the go. Just go to harrys.com slash teeth and redeem your trial offer today i had something embarrassing happen the other day all right i got a story i guess i gotta tell it was a squirrel uh it was this does not involve that well it doesn't involve any <laughs> alive animals um oh, okay so you know i i try to eat a plant-based vegan diet throughout the week monday to friday but on the weekend if i want to eat meat i'll eat meat so uh on uh on the weekend last week i went to uh, a butcher shop. I, there's like this place in Austin I'd never been to. I was like, I'm going to buy a really nice steak and I'm going to grill it at my house. Since obviously I don't want to go to a steak restaurant or can't go to a steak restaurant. So I go to this butcher shop and they've got this beautiful steak. It's this super thuck, thuck, super thuck. thick. Uh, <laughs> damn, that goes thuck. That's a, it's a super steak, thick bro. Dry aged ribeye. It's like this thick. I mean, I don't know, like two and a half, three inches thick. Like and Looney Tunes, cartoonishly big thing. Massive. Well, here, I've got a picture of it, actually. Um, ooh, Damn, that looks good. Like really big. And That's then so I, I, I don't want to go on yet. I'll, I'll get to the rest of the pictures here in a second. So uh, like, you, like you saw, it was a super thick steak. Some would even say it was thuck. And uh, <laughs> I was worried because I'd never grilled a steak this thick before, right? Like it looks almost like it's got two bones in it and uh i was like god in my mind i'm going through the thing like how am i going to cook that like i don't want to burn it on the outside and have it be raw in the middle so i'm like trying to figure it out in my head and um so it's 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 i walk up to the the butcher and he's like do you see anything you like i was like i really like that dry ribeye there he goes oh yeah 
it's a that's a that's a good meat good piece of meat and i said is it possible to like cut it in half so that it's like two steaks that way it's easier to cook and he looks at me like i asked him to shoot his dog and, <laughs> and uh the the guy there's another guy who's not even at the butcher section he's like somewhere else he's like at another counter it's like another customer who's like somewhere else in the store yeah. here's me ask this question and he like runs over and he's like you're gonna ruin that steak don't do that <laughs> you of all point, people like, i feel like you should know that you're a steak aficionado right you would think so, but I've never cooked a steak this thick. And at this point, people are now paying attention to me. So I'm becoming like super self-conscious and I just want to like escape and just leave. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. If you were going to cook it, how would you cook it? <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't just run out of the store. Yeah. That's way worse than like, someone... Like, never mind. That's so much worse than someone hearing your Sonic order. It's it someone like... listening to you about to butcher a steak. So uh, he like he explains like how he would reverse sear it, and he goes through the process and like gives me pointers on it. I'm like, okay, like I think I can do that. So I end up cooking it, uh, like doing a reverse sear, where it's like you cook it. It's almost like a sous vide, but in the oven, where you cook it like at a really low heat for a long time in the oven. It's my hand for reference. I got a big oh, hand. Perfect. And then you finish it, like you sear it out on the grill. Damn! Oh, look That's at like that. steak. It ended up taking forever. I think it took like two and a half hours to cook that fucking steak. How was it in the middle? It was perfect. It was a medium rare and it was just unbelievable. It was like one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. So big shout out to the random dude who yelled at me <laughs> at the butcher shop uh, for uh, for telling me how that to properly so reverse your steak. I like, like that I've secret I, service. I phrased like... it as though people were about to listen to you on how you were going to butcher a steak, but I guess butchering and steak actually goes together pretty well. <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> that is sort of the point, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You butchered a... that so well. <laughs> I had a pretty a recent, like, stress-induced, like, very public thing happen. Uh, so I went camping with my girlfriends, and while we were doing that, we decided to drive up to Oklahoma to go see your family. Uh, and I haven't encountered, like, a physical toll booth in so long where you actually, like, throw like money into the in thing. It? No, no, those things oh, okay. don't exist anymore. But it was it was just the one where you just put in the exact change and and my girlfriend was like, Hey, just go to that one because I don't this vehicle doesn't have a toll tag, you're gonna get charged out the ass. I think oh. I've got some money. So then we went in and like this is like middle of traffic. So we're there and she's like looking through a purse. I don't have any cash. There's this is a, a rental vehicle, so we <laughs> don't have any cash in there. And she's just looking through and I'm just watching as like one car two car three car four cars just like all of these cars start stacking up oh god and she's just like and i was like babe hey there's a lot of cars <laughs> and then i was like in the middle of just like staring at the light and i was just like seeing if i could see how much the ticket would cost for me to run the light because <laughs> i was like i'm about to fucking gun it this is killing me and she was like is there a 20 and i was like i, I don't know and i like slipped the 20 in and then it didn't take the 20 and started uh. shitting it back out and then it said like no 20s only fives and ones oh and i was like i was like babe Babe, babe, there's just like a huge line of people. And I was uh. and then finally, like, as if magic, she found two crisp $1 bills that she didn't. I don't think she knew uh. that she had those. Uh, and I was just like, uh, uh, just like stuck them in with shaking hands. And then we God, just that makes me so it. anxious, dude. Oh, I hate it, that. It was the it was the worst. I was just wanted to like get the fuck oh. out of there. There's nothing worse than inconveniencing other people and like being the oh asshole. I hate that's it's like my worst nightmare. Has it happened to you recently? It happens to me like 
every day where it's just <clears> like west. i'm slow to do something and i'm like i'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm holding guys yeah. up like oh god fuck. or i'm late to my something worst one like, ever was at the alamo it was whatever one it still had like the, the long bench that goes all the way across the seats instead of the individual tables yeah that's the so Ritz. i went i went with some achievement hunters went with Turney. this was years ago and uh I peed before the movie, so I was like coming back to my seat, and I just—I think I had—I was carrying something that I don't usually have, so I just clipped the drink that was on the start of the bench, and it was just like one of those full, massive ice waters, and it just went over across the bench, like six people down, and it went in all of their laps and like in some woman's bag, and then everyone, everyone I was with. Because, you know, they're my friends. We're like, you idiot, you yeah. stupid bastard. I was like, uh, and I was like, I want to I, I wanna slip into a nice coma and have someone <laughs> wheel me out. And I, I want to wake up really far from this situation. Five years from now, where no one remembers this. Yeah. You should yeah, have just I, walked right out. I just didn't sit. So I, I went, I immediately just like looked at the mess. I said nothing. I turned around. I walked out and I just you grabbed didn't say the... Sorry? Uh, Oh, I, when I came back, I was like, I'm so sorry. I came back with like a, a whole thing of paper towels that I just took from like the, the entrance. The cart like, or whatever. Yeah, because like all the drinks are slippery, so sometimes you can get a paper towel. Anyway, See, I just grabbed all that and I just like was mopping up all that stuff. I was like, I'm sorry. I wish I was dead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> was this the middle of the movie or was this pre-roll? This was right before it was like, it was before the movie started. Okay. But I was on the, like everyone was on the far bit and there was one gap and then all of them. So I had to sit next to them. After doing that to them, and I was. Mm. At least she apologized. At least she like did that thing. I had a, a thing happen to me, which I don't know if I had talked about on the podcast, but it was my first and only time I ever upgraded myself to business <laughs> class on a flight to London, and Ooh. it's like the seats where you could like essentially lie down, but it's it's like you're in a little pod, and there's two pods that are facing like opposite from each other, um, and I was like in the aisle, and I guess the woman who was like sitting in one that was like ahead of me, she had to like step over my, my legs to get out. It was like, I, I don't know how to better explain the situation yeah. other than like drawing it somehow. Um, but I had a tray that had my drink on it, which was a Bloody Mary, cause I'm a have a drink if I get it for free. Of course. Uh, she starts getting over my legs and I guess she's not paying attention cause she just kind of like turns herself around. She kicks over my Bloody Mary onto me so not only does it pool into my whole lap, but also into my entire chair. And it's not just like water. This is tomato juice and vodka and like all the stuff that a Bloody Mary has. And she's like, oh, um, let me go get someone. Not Whoa. once, not once did she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, that is my bad. Like, because I get it. Mistakes happen. Yeah. I'm not I'm not pissed, but I'm just like. I, this is also an hour into a 10 hour flight. I don't have a change of clothes. Like yep. this fucking sucks. Like at least apologize. That's all I want. And she's just like, oh, let me go. Uh, let me go get someone for you. I'm like, some okay, fucking, fucking rich hell, shit. Like, oh, let me let me get someone to fix yeah. this. Thanks. Like, Appreciate it. Yeah. I was like, at great. a pizza restaurant one time and this uh, <laughs> this couple was eating dinner together and I was with my family and they're just eating and stuff like that. And it's like one of those like family restaurants. So it's like a little bit loud, you know, like people talking and then they have like music playing. And uh, the lady, I guess, was reaching across for like crushed pepper or something, maybe Parmesan, who knows what kind of a night it was. And she knocks her glass over and it spills and then it goes into her husband's lap. 
And then like a couple people look and stuff like that. And she just started laughing because she was embarrassed. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, kind of like giggling and stuff like that. Yeah. The husband is fucking beat red. And then he takes his drink and then splashes it into her face. <gasps> what? And the whole fucking restaurant just went dead quiet and all eyes were on this guy. And then she's still like, ah, ah, oh, like, she's like doesn't know what to do. Like she's trying to laugh it off. The guy just gets up and fucking storms out. So then like we eat our meal and stuff like that. And that was like all we could think about. And as soon as we stepped out the door, I remember turning to my parents. I was like, God, that guy was a dick. I wonder where he is. Like what an asshole. And I turn around. He's standing outside smoking a cigarette. And I was like, oh, oh my God. I honestly, I wouldn't be ashamed. I'm like, yeah, he is an asshole. Let me talk about this louder. I remember saying that and I was like probably in middle school, but then I was just like, fuck that guy. Like that was like the point where like, I think like, you know, even if he is an adult, I'm a little bit disrespectful because that guy was a dick. Yeah, that's a, that's like anger management issues or something. Why, why, Why is that his reaction? Yeah, I think because he was a six year old six-year-old's reaction yeah that's a psychopath reaction yeah i don't like that at all i don't know why people are cruel to each other especially in public like my god if you're like i mean don't be mean to each other at all be cruel to each other behind closed doors doors. (laughs) it's obviously like an accident this person didn't do something on purpose to try to like humiliate them or piss them off Sounds like oh, he clearly. has anger issues, potentially. Yeah, I'm wondering, actually, like, if I witnessed the beginnings of a divorce, like, just right then and there. You might have. I, like, gar- I could almost guarantee those two people aren't together anymore. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would bet good money on that. You know how some people, like, if someone's choking in a restaurant, they ask if anyone's a doctor? Do you- do you think it would have been inappropriate to ask if anyone was a divorce lawyer? Like right there in the moment. <laughs> oh, is goes anybody over. a divorce lawyer? Help me! <laughs> Emergency. Yeah, That'd be cool if happen. you could just divorce two people right there and then if they wanted to. Like how so I can perform it. marriages if I could just <laughs> yeah. like perform divorces too. It's like if I had to keep an even number, like if I do a marriage, I have to do a divorce. Like I have to keep my net at zero. <laughs> yeah. Is there anybody you know, Gus? Like any couples or any people at Rashid that you know that you wouldn't want to marry, that you would like refuse uh, to marry? No, no, nobody like that. But I think that I'm done. I think I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, All right. Well, that actually, answers I, I my should, question. No, I'm kidding. I should, I should, I should, prob- I should probably say it. <laughs> Why? Do you, do you want? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, I looked over here at you. <laughs> um, it's, it's not for anybody in particular, just like. I don't know. I I I I feel like I'm a I'm a distraction when I do it. I don't want to distract from people's weddings anymore. So that's it. I'm retired. Wait. What? No. Retiring. But no more. No. It was the that's last it. wedding you performed. The one where I got married to Michael in Minecraft. No. You did another one after that. Wow. Yeah. Have been Jordan I, Holly's. Yeah. That it was that one. It was like a year ago. Yeah. Mm. And that was a good one. It's good to go out wedding. on a high note. Yeah. That was a great wedding. You did great too. You're, you're, you, you were some... like funny Thanks. but sentimental. It was awesome. Have you Thank done you. some shit weddings? Uh, have I done a shit? I don't. Have think you done so. one where you went home and you were like, "That wasn't my best work." <laughs> I don't think so. I think like all the ones I've done, I know the people, so that helps, right? Like being able to genuinely like talk about knowing them and being able to genuinely talk about them as opposed to just like reading some boilerplate stuff. And I think that's part of it. It's like I feel like there's a lot of 
pressure to write something yeah. that's good and put together like a good ceremony it's like especially in it's front a- of people's families like it's not right. even just like people at rooster teeth it's also like <laughs> both sides of each family yeah you don't I want know. the obscure family members to be like who the hell is this guy my bubby though would love it though if you officiated our wedding because my bubby loves you gus i'll i'll, I'll show up I'll, I'll hang out with her um <laughs> what uh who was that i think it was at jack's wedding someone thought i was a priest <laughs> like one of the one of the uh one of Father, the people who was hello. there for the ceremony uh someone commented how the priest was drinking beer after the ceremony <laughs> well a priest a priest not allowed to drink Are they, yeah I, they, they always drinking wine blood of christ <laughs> was that the one i think i was there for that that was on, on lake austin right like it was overseeing the yeah 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 yeah, I remember showing up in the exact same outfit as Kyle, and I think I was relatively new to the company at that point, and I was just like... I mean, same outfit. Isn't it just like a button-up shirt and pants? Like, is there a... Yeah, it was like, it's like the same color and everything, and I was like, what the fuck's up? What's, what's up with this guy? This is my outfit. <laughs> That's right, when I didn't really like Kyle as much as I do now. I like Kyle plenty. Back then, I was like... Probably just didn't know him. Is it because he, yeah. was, he was like the other buff guy? Yeah, it's because he was the other buff guy. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. But we're good now. I like Kyle. I like Kyle. If you had to pick Indeed. somebody from Rooster Teeth to officiate yep. y'all's wedding, and Gus, pretend you're not married already, who do you think you'd pick? Genuinely. Hmm. It's an interesting question. It could be anybody. I'd pick Bernie because I just want to see him again. I. <laughs> so sad. I would pick the CEO of AT and T. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. John Stanky. John Stanky. Hell yeah. I would pick someone who I feel like really wouldn't want to do it. Like maybe Eric. I feel like <laughs> would be really like put out by it. Eric, you down? Yeah, do it. <laughs> He'll do it. Yeah. You blame to a toaster. I'll do whatever you guys want. You just you line it up. I'll knock it out. Is it facing front or facing sideways though? Mm, that's tough. It, yeah. it, I mean, it depends on where the that's, crowd is and where the buttons are, I guess. That's all soundboard, by the way. That is impressive. <laughs> did you, uh, did you have any dumb kitchen arguments last week that I missed on? I don't think on? so. Did, was it the plates last uh, week? Was that oh, last it was week? the plates. Uh, we did yeah, the plates last week. week. Yeah, I had wow. two size Keeping plates. The going. <laughs> yeah, well, someone brought it up in chat in the pre-stream and I was like, you know what? I'm in my kitchen because this is before I brought my computer back up to my office. So I was like, I'll just go grab some plates and see if there's ever a lull in conversation. I could bust out the plates. And it was another argument, naturally. Of and then there was, was another type of lull in the conversation. That was good, Blaine. Thank you. Good. good one. Thank you. This episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by Lumen Skin. Uh, I've got a pretty busy routine, I'll admit it. And sometimes I overlook things. I wake up, shower, brush my teeth, and I plop down here at my desk and I'm working. But I, you know, have typically overlooked my skincare. And here's the cold hard truth, guys. Your skin has needs. If you want to look as good as possible for as long as possible, you need to address them now. Uh, we get it. You might not know where to start. But there's a company that's taken all the guesswork out of it for you, and that's Lumen. Lumen is on a mission to help give men the amazing skin they deserve through high-quality, expert-created products delivered right to your door. All of their products are formulated specifically for men's skin and made to target skin issues with maximum efficiency using top-notch ingredients like charcoal, green tea extract, vitamin C. It's not just about looking good. It's about feeling good. You need good skin health especially as you get older to prevent long-term damage. Uh, they've got a couple of great products I've been trying. They have like a charcoal uh, rub. I put it in my shower. I know I wash my face with it. Uh, every time I'm in the shower, I see it right there, so I don't forget. 
I've also got a great moisturizing balm. I incorporate it into my morning routine where I use it in the morning, uh, use it at night also before I go to sleep. I'd started developing some dry patches uh, up here on my skin, near my eyelids, and started using that. Incorporated, like I said, incorporated it to my routine. Uh, dry patches went away. Uh, the stuff even comes, the product even comes with like a little booklet to let you know how much of the product you're supposed to use. In case you're clueless like me, there's a little book with instructions that tells you use this much and uh, use and here's how to use it. Absolutely great. Uh, even if you have no idea where to begin, Lumen makes it so easy to find the right skin management system for you. Choose from different skin concerns to address or just pick up a simple starter pack for free. Uh, you deserve to look and feel your best. And here's where you start. Go to lumenskin.com slash rooster to get a one month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home. That's lumenskin.com slash rooster to get your first month free. Lumenskin.com slash rooster. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's why we bring Blaine Gibson on here for his unique brand of uh, of quality and wordplay. Thank you, Blaine, for joining us. I love the puns. You what can I say? You freaked Eric out before the podcast. He was complaining. (laughs) Yeah, because he 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 always messages everybody on Slack, and I'll be like, "Hey, this is the link for the thing that we're going to connect to." And I think uh, I can pull up the conversation. I was like initially like, all caps, I'm on the podcast. And then he sent all within like 10 seconds of each other. Question mark, question mark, question mark. You're not, you're on the invite. I can talk to Gus, question mark, unless you're doing a bit. Let me know quickly if you're doing a very good bit. <laughs> He's panicking. What time was pressure? That was at from 4.08 to then he answered all of that in like, it was in 4.09. So it was like within like... <laughs> so- Less than an hour before we went live. Blaine yeah. does that though. That's his. That's a fucking recurring joke with Blaine. He did this to me when we were on our way to Connecticut for the sponsor <laughs> thing for Annabelle, which is like, there was one flight to the city we were going to, and then we had to take like a two-hour car ride to this other place, and it was like a whole thing. <laughs> and I was on the plane, and it was like gonna be taking off in like fifteen or twenty minutes. I hadn't seen Blaine yet, and I was like, "Hey, dude, you at, at the airport yet? Like, I'm on the plane." And he and I think he texted me like two minutes later. He's like, fuck, I just woke up. Holy shit. Like, and he starts like, I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Now I have to go to Connecticut by myself. Are you crazy? Like, no. Anywhere but there. (laughs) Not to make you feel unspecial. I do that to every friend group. I did it to my Japan group. uh, And they were fucking losing their minds. I did it to Chris when we were going to L.A., and I got him to even talk to a like a flight attendant oh, to God. see if she could stop the plane for me. Come and I, meanwhile, I'm like Dude, watching, you're just such like a dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So like, I love doing that shit where it's like I like to freak people out and lure them into a false state of insecurity before I break the news and everything's fine. And then I give them a if hug. If my flight got delayed because you did that and I missed my connection, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so annoyed. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, well, like, went... I was going to step in right before. I knew that she wasn't going to stop the flight for me. But, like, okay. of course I not, like freaking yeah. people out, making them think that all is lost before I'm just like, hey, it's okay. Hey, sh- I'm here. It's fine. It's okay, At my dude. old job before Rooster Teeth, it was, a, it was a traveling job. I spent five days out of the week uh, on a plane traveling to different cities around the United States. And on one of the first trips I went on, uh, I was there. We always had to fly super early in the morning. It was like first thing. So it was like a 5 a.m. flight or something. So I was there at the airport. And uh, the guy I was supposed to be traveling with, who obviously had been at the company for a long time, uh, isn't there. Like the plane's getting ready to board. He's not there. So uh, I call him. This is back in 99. This is probably back in the year 2000. Anyway, I call him and I'm like, what's going on? Where are you? Like the, the plane's about to board. And he says, I woke up late. I'm parking my car. I'm in the garage right now. Do not let that plane take off. Oh. I was like, 
That's so much what? pressure to put on you. It's so not fair. I hate <laughs> I was that. Like, the, I was like, they are boarding right now, dude. He's like, I know, I know. I was like, I'm going to run there. Don't worry. So I was like, shit. So we hung up the phone and I like I was standing there at the gate and they're like, all right, last call to board. You know, if you're getting, if you're going to wherever we're going, going to Chicago, get on the plane now. I was like, all right. I need to fake an asthma attack or something. I was like, what am I going to do? So I started like trying to hyperventilate myself. And then like right as I'm doing this, like about to like throw a fit, he like runs up. Like he just cleared through security uh, and got there just in time. He's like, all right, I'm here. I was like, you fucking asshole. I can't luckily, believe you're going to try to stop a plane from taking off. It's a good thing it's the Austin airport because that's probably why he got by, like got through so quickly. The security line there, especially if you're like TSA pre-check, it's a breeze. Yeah. Well, this was pre-September 11th, so... It was oh, wow. even so easier just, back then. You just ran to the plane door. Right. <laughs> yeah. The shitty thing about COVID is like I uh I used to have plane anxiety like ages ago. First one, two, three, or four uh you know, plane rides, because like it was still a very new process to me. I was always afraid I was gonna miss my flight. Like there was like the kind of lingering, you know, feeling that the plane's gonna crash or something. And then I got over that like entirely because I've been flying so much. I haven't flown in so long, and now with like COVID kind of hanging over, I feel like my anxiety towards air travel is going to just like hit me even harder when I get back to it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just listen to Black Box Down. You'll be fine. You won't be nervous about flying at all. That's the other different thing. Now that that show's around, I'm like <laughs> listening. Oh God, cool. I really want. I really want to listen to that show on a plane. I think it'll be fun. Fuck. I don't know, I'll, you... I'll save the Tenerife episode for that one. I definitely had the moment of like, uh, wait, does this mean that pilots are out of practice because they're not flying as much? And does that mean that there might be higher risk of an accident because they're out of practice? <laughs> but I don't think that. Blaine, close your eyes. Don't worry. I don't think it's an issue. Well, they're still <laughs> they're <just> flying. <laughs> yeah, they're still flying. These people yeah. are flying on the plane. They're still flying. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, There's Blaine. less it's flights, but they're still flying. I, uh, on the Black Box Down social, uh, which you should be following on Twitter and Instagram at Black Box Down Pod, uh, today I posted a video. We had a listener send us a video from the cockpit of a 747 of St. Elmo's Fire, uh, the effect happening on the windscreen of the plane as it's flying at cruising altitude. And it looks super fucking cool. Um, so it look like? Check it. it looks like, you know, in, like when the Emperor in Star Wars like shoots the lightning from his hands. Uh, it looks like that, but on the, uh, on the windscreen of the plane as it's flying Interesting. and then you, if you listen closely you can hear on the radio someone saying unlimited power <laughs> hey guest laughed all right that's good. It's a good one I keep I do. good joke i keep checking my phone because uh i don't know when if he's gonna show up i'm really excited it, you he, show up so did you, you didn't talk about that did you on on air no yeah, oh so I, I guess yeah okay yeah so uh socially distance i'm letting iffy come uh lift in my garage and i'm super stoked because uh i know that he hasn't lifted like proper weights in a while and now that i have like a little home gym i know he's gonna really appreciate it and i also stocked up the refrigerator full of protein shakes and pickle juice nice. because i know that if he likes pickles good so, man very good man i'm excited for him to just like get a fucking good lift in drink some teen have you met him in person i don't know if i have <laughs> uh yeah he was there for the stand-up night oh yeah uh, at otx yeah right, the right, kind right. of funny stand-up yeah and he just fucking killed it i remember seeing him and i was like dude that guy's super jacked and he's fucking hilarious and then i got sad because i was like i want to be that i've never met him i hope to one day be meet him and see all of you again yeah, one day yeah it was weird i saw when i went for my covid test last week barbara was also in the parking lot so i saw barbara like across the parking lot we both rolled our windows down and waved at each other 
Yeah, that was funny. That was the first time we saw each other in person since uh, March. I guess our podcast in March. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I knew that we were both had to get tested today because we were both shooting the next day. And so mm-hmm. when I saw your card, I was like, it's Gus. Well, well, we had been also doing something. I think we had been streaming right up until four. So I think like we both ended that stream and then went uh, uh, to to go do our test. I think we both were there at the same time. Yeah. So it was like it was fun. And I was like, don't worry, Gus, it'll be great. Because I had already that was my third one at that point. Mm. And I think it was your first. Right. So, yeah, it's uncomfortable for sure, but not terrible. Yeah, Trevor had one today, too, because he has to go to the studio for something. And uh, I, I was like, I'll come with you. Cause it's mm. like, I know I, I wanted someone there with me when I did mine. And he was like, it wasn't too bad. He he coughed a lot during his. Oh, my eye watered like crazy. It was just yeah, like his, his nose ugh. watered, his eye watered, he coughed. For me, I was just like, okay. They said okay. in the guide that they recommend that you sit on your hands. And I was like, that can't be good. Like, they're trying to prevent you from having instinctive bottler reaction to go uh so i'm really that's why i thought maybe it was just like putting pressure on a different part of your body to focus on or something is it i think i think it's so you don't swat at them i bet i wouldn't even feel it i I have a tiny little nose i barely felt it at all so i don't think that has anything to do with it okay i think it's just i think it's a mixture of like the person who is ministering the test and like how they go in, how gentle they are and, and whatnot. Um, and also maybe the way like your nasal passage is shaped inside yeah. is determining how it feels. But for me, it I barely felt anything. It feels like I have water up my nose all of a sudden. What's strange mm-hmm. to me is like uh, for those tests that we take or that, you know, I assume everyone takes the, like the test that I took, we I had my results in like an hour and 15 minutes after uh, taking the test. My mother had to take a uh, COVID test last week and she got hers like two days later. <laughs> so it's yes. weird to me how like in the, you, you can get results quickly or you end up having to wait a long time for them. Well, didn't it used to be like a week or two before we could get results when this was like first like really yeah. crazy? Yeah, there was no rapid testing initially, yeah. which was I heard a huge issue. Someone, it took them, I think, three weeks to get theirs and then it's like, What's the fucking point? No, I'm not like, sick anymore. <laughs> yeah, you don't have COVID three weeks ago. <laughs> well, it's like you, then you got to uh, you got to quarantine until you get your results. So it's like as you're waiting. I mean, you should be quarantining anyways and socially distancing anyways and acting as if you have it all the time because that's how you keep people safe. But it's still frustrating when you're like, I'm waiting for my results. I have no idea if I have it, so I have to act like I do. Is there yeah. any more data on the transmission mate? Uh, transmission mate. Transmission rate on planes. Like, do people? Get Pretty it low. from planes so, if they're wearing I think it's a mask. actually very unlikely. So yeah. the, I, I read that as well, that it's super low, but the airline industry did that study. It's like, how much do you trust oh. them to, well, uh, after to give listening you those to results? This show I know called Black Box Down and knowing how often airplane companies will cover shit up for their benefit, you know, I don't believe that at all. Oh, yeah. What the it's fuck? A, it's an article on... <laughs> it's an article Sorry, on... Sorry, that surprised uh, me. ABC News, uh, their website, it says risk of COVID-19 exposure on planes virtually non-existent when masked study shows. And then below that, it says this was conducted by the Department of Defense and United Airlines. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> like, pass. Well, are they just putting it on like the recycled air being a factor of like it doesn't stay in the air long enough? Well, I think the other thing they said was that if I remember, I think I read that same one. It's like the study only covered if everybody wore a mask the entire time and nobody stood up or moved. Oh, wow. Like, okay. Well, of course, people are going to take their masks off to eat or drink, and people are going to use the bathroom. So it's like, well, 
then it's worthless. Like if you can convince everyone to sit perfectly still, not move and keep their mask on and you trust United Airlines. Yeah, sure. Why would you take it off if you're going for a shit or something though? I'm not talking about like eating or drinking. If you want to drink, yeah. And then if someone uses the toilet, obviously it's going to like send particles flying everywhere. Yeah. If it's like a short enough flight, I don't think it's, you know, obviously too much of an issue. I think the longer flight is probably more dangerous because at that point you have to eat, you have to drink, you have to get up to use the bathroom um, at least a couple times. But Mm -hmm. I also like, because I I might have to go to Los Angeles for something uh, in the next few months and I'm trying to weigh my options of like, Driving versus driving, but driving, then you have to stop multiple places like gas stations and bathroom and for food. And it's like the amount of times you have to stop. <laughs> but be also like that like, astronaut who drove from Texas to Florida. I'm also not going to drive for like 20, 22, whatever it is, hours straight. Like you're going to have to stop somewhere overnight. No, just, do, just, just, just take some meth, wear a diaper, you'll be fine. <laughs> versus go going on a hundred. If you go 100 miles an hour the entire way, you could do it. You could do it in like 10. Kevin, do you know anything 15. about driving? You don't Bore do it. <laughs> Just press press the pedal really hard, right? Yeah, yeah. fuck traffic, fuck any <laughs> anything else. No, never stop. There was a video long ago. I don't know if I have the footage where I let Gavin drive my car, and I was like, "Oh, he really isn't. This isn't a goof. Like he doesn't know shit about driving cars." <laughs> was that for, was that for MDB? No. Yeah, we were filming something, and then I let you. I was gonna let you drive. To like yeah. the next location, but it was on the same lot. It was like it was like 100, 200 meters or something. I don't even know oh. why I was driving the car. I but... did that in um in Bernie's car too for a Vine. But I'm like I I've only ever driven a manual car where you know you like shove your foot on the yeah. clutch. But I I did there was it was automatic at Bernie, so I just shoved that foot on the brake. But like braking with that foot is like super harsh. So we all just went. Ugh. <laughs> It's yeah. fun. It's fun driving other people's cars because I get to <laughs> destroy them. <laughs> Look at their faces while I'm well, doing it. Also, what did what did you tell me the other day? Like you could drive a car without a license and get like a, a fine. I was looking up like what the the fine is, just in case it's like oh, I gotta quickly drive somewhere in an emergency. Like what would be what would happen if you got pulled over by the police and I just don't have a license? And it's like two hundred dollar fine. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, for the, for that's the, it. If you keep doing it, then they'll like arrest you and stuff. But I was like, wow, you could like anyone could just get in a car and drive, and you just pay like a game console to get out of it. That's a mental. Yeah. You're like, sorry, I- officer, I've got a PlayStation in my back seat. Will you take that? <laughs> I train you. I guess consoles are more half a game console. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, at first, when you told me that, I thought you were talking about like if you get if you get pulled over and you don't have your physical license on you, but you're mm. like, no, if you just don't have a license. Insane. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I didn't really read too much into it. Maybe if if you've never had one, maybe it's different. But I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like an expired one is too. I I have no idea. I don't know what I'm doing. I, if I'd known that, I probably wouldn't have gone and gotten my license renewed because it was up. And then like they said that you didn't have to go. Like if you got pulled over, you would not have gotten fines because <laughs> of the the whole COVID situation. Uh, but then I read something else that I had to get it renewed. So anyways, they opened it up back up. So I went to the DMV to get it renewed and I'm wearing my mask. I'm like, I, I wear two masks everywhere uh, just because peace of mind. And uh, so it gets to the point where they needed to take my new photo. Cause my old photo was like when I was like 20 and uh, oh, no. Did you have she's like, okay, just, no, I don't, maybe, I don't know, but she said, go ahead and stand up against the background and uh, go ahead and remove your mask. And I remember it was just like, it was like she asked me to take off my clothes. I was like, 
and then she was like all right smile and i was like like clearly uncomfortable and like she and I put it, yeah i put it back on because like some dude like two booths down was like <laughs> and i was oh, like oh fuck. <laughs> but uh, why didn't you do this online why did you go in because i would have because you can only do online one once every other trip and i already did mine because i had to do an address change i'm pretty sure you could do it, do it forever nah they wouldn't let me i promise you i know that i can't do it online because i'm not a citizen so i actually have to physically go to the dmv whenever i want anything on my license change because i need to also show my green card and they need to like process all this other stuff i can't just renew it online which sucks because there was something for my taxes that i needed this year where i needed um, the address changed on my license, but I couldn't do that because I had to go in person. And this was in like March or April when all of this stuff was like really getting bad. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I'm not going to risk going to the DMV where there's like people sitting everywhere. This is also before like the masks mandate really became a thing. Mm -hmm. oh, and I'm just like, I don't want to go, like, I'm not going to risk myself so I could like get a bit more of a tax cut here, tax break, whatever it is like. Fuck that shit. I'll pay like an extra few hundred bucks for this to not have to risk my long-term health. Right. Just so annoying. Ugh. It's a it's a tough call, right? Like how much is your health and well-being worth? Even especially in those early days when we weren't sure exactly. I guess we still at this point don't know the long-term effects of it. Nope. It still feels freaky going out. Uh you guys were talking about how you had like run-ins with each other on, on campus. Uh I saw Jessica and Devin. Like, like in the early morning of uh, like a Saturday when I was going to Home Depot to pick up some stuff. And like, I saw this couple approach me and they're like, what? What is that you? And I turned around, I knew instantly it was Jessica and Devin. And I in immediately started going in for a hug. And then I was just like, I had to like stop myself. I was like, wait, no, I, this isn't allowed anymore. And then we just stood far apart. And I miss, I, I miss people, especially nice Jessica. To see him. Yeah. You miss Jessica? I miss Jessica. I haven't seen her in so long. She's just such a like a loving presence. And it was just nice seeing her in Devon. She's fabulous. Yeah. Absolutely. This episode of the Received Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, when you're ready to build your own website, it's easy with Squarespace. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run a business. Uh, Squarespace has a bunch of really cool features. With Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to showcase your work, uh, your blog, publish content, sell products and services even offer email campaigns, analytics, search engine optimization tools to help optimize the searchability of your site. I mean, it's great for everyone, artists, photographers, designers, cooks, performers, trainers, got a wedding, use Squarespace. Uh, all kinds of people are using Squarespace already. They give you the ability to customize the look and feel of the settings, the products, and more with just a few clicks. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. You see how your visits, unique visitors, page views trend over time. You can gain insight into top traffic sources, products, device types, browsers, operating systems, all the nerd stuff. If you want to know it, it's there. If you don't care, you don't have to look at it. It's that easy. Uh, head over to squarespace.com slash Save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain using code roosterteeth. So head over, let them know that we sent you and get to making your very own website with Squarespace. Gus, uh, do you I, miss Jessica? Oh, you know it. As much as I miss everybody else. <laughs> some of uh, us might see her this week or we'll see her this week when we do uh, some shoots at the office. She's producing a... Dead Little Roosters, so ah. it's a, she's yeah, busting gonna, her butt on that. I think we're we're gonna miss her again this coming week in Dia's cast because of that. That's why uh, no. she wasn't on last week. She's not gonna be on this week again because of that. Uh, so hopefully she comes back soon. Hopefully she'll be back the week after. Um, 
I saw, I, I want, there's something I want to talk about uh, before we get too far oh, into this podcast. Blaine, I saw you also have your I Voted sticker, uh, as do I, right here. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Barbara and Gavin don't have their stickers. I'm very ashamed of you too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I saw there was a, a promotion where, well, first of all, I guess <laughs> Travis County and Texas in general has had like super crazy early voting numbers. It's been like off the, off the charts. <laughs> Uh, which is super cool. But I saw in the Austin subreddit that apparently if you go to Home Slice uh, with your I Voted sticker, they'll give you a free slice of pizza and they'll give you like a custom Home Slice I Voted sticker. And uh, it's oh. got like the little, uh, the their little mascot, like the little pizza girl that says I voted. And you do it? That's cute. I, I haven't, obviously, I, I haven't done it. I haven't swapped it out yet. I want to tour this one for the podcast. Uh, I want to go like, during the week, I can't, like I said, I try to eat plant-based, so I couldn't eat the... Uh, the pizza during the week so i want to go and just be like hey uh, i don't want to slice can you just give me the sticker so i can swap it out <laughs> <laughs> oh man i haven't had home slice in a, such a long time oh, i'm imagining also, I, it right now i had to switch my camera because my other camera overheated for those oh. of you who are wondering i just want to point that out I can, I, can, I can switch my camera too you seem so much colder i'm blown away at how many <laughs> how many consumer cameras can't be point. on I just, it's, it's so I don't know what small. happened. Something changed where all of a sudden now it keeps overheating. Like, I was using this one for like months in quarantine, just on for the podcast. And now it just overheats after an hour. Mine overheats if I press record, but I mean, I'm not, I'm just looking I even for have, it. I have a dummy battery in it. It's Gus, just chill out. On. <laughs> it's just normal. Oh, I yeah. like how so, a, a slight a, of a jump it, it is. It's, it's, it's tighter. It's my close up. Uh, a Sony camera. <laughs> oh, see, I, if it's more this way. A Sony camera <laughs> overheating? Say it isn't so, Barbara. I know. How how crazy? What are the chances of that, Gus? Never seen did it. You guys, did you guys ever see that video of Tom Hanks at like a uh, consumer C C C C C C community? Spit it out. You got it. One you more got time. It. One on. more time. It was like an electronics expo, but Which it wasn't one? E3. I, I, there's so many of them. I don't know. You have to tell me. The one in Vegas. The one in Vegas. C2E2? Oh, no. what? C CBS? <laughs> All right, anyways, Tom Hanks is up factory? there, and it was basically the story is that they he was doing a movie for Sony, and they wrote in his contract, C -E -S? and I guess he oh, CES! <laughs> no, don't tell him! Oh. So he's, uh, they wrote in his contract that they had to, that he had to do a speech for Sony at CES, uh, and I guess he had overlooked it and didn't realize that, but he basically on stage is just like shitting all over sony and it's the fucking funniest thing he's like he's like walking around he's like sony 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 i see it everywhere <laughs> i see it when i uh, turn on my sony phone when i open my sony vio when i'm on set i see sony cameras and he's like reading a teleprompter and when he says the sony camera thing he's like oh that's a lie and then he just like he's so <laughs> clearly just shitting on the script wow uh, I highly recommend that you watch it. It's the funniest shit ever. I think I've seen that. I think I've also seen the one where Michael Bay just uh, sort of goes into some weird trance and leaves in the middle of presenting whatever the hell he was talking about. That he was scary to watch. Off. Yeah, <laughs> that was. Yeah, it's like to someone watch. deactivated him. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I can't believe you didn't remember CES. That's really funny to me. God. <laughs> uh, I wonder what you if you I wonder how long like I, I like to think in the middle if we hadn't said anything in the middle of the night he just would have like shot up sat up and been <laughs> like, oh, yes <laughs> I was uh, at CDC but that's not the thing. I, I think you did say it at first 
I was <clears throat> over the weekend. I made a tweet. Like I'd been thinking about this. I've been trying to mentally. I've been trying to contextualize like how long Rich Teeth had has been around, and you know all the different things that we've done. Uh, like seventeen years is a long time. Like I really started thinking about it, and and just over two years we'll we'll hit twenty years. And uh, I don't know why my brain went here, but I started thinking about like we've been doing this for so long that. Jeff and I were at an event and we went and saw X-Men The Last Stand in the theater on opening weekend. And that movie feels like it came out a thousand years ago. And uh, that was three years into doing Rooster Teeth. (laughs) Yeah, I think I remember I remember going it was like after a convention day. And I I can't remember who else was there. I think I was with Jason and we went and watched the first Transformers. It was me. It was you and me. It, we uh, was in, it you and me and Jason? <laughs> we were in New Jersey. We were at an event yeah. in Jersey, and we walked over to the uh, the movie theater. Yeah, and we watched the first Transformers. And that was f- 13 years ago or something? It's a fucking long time ago. Yeah. Damn. That was a new movie when we were doing conventions. It's crazy. That, that's the convention where you hid in the hotel room by pretending to be the pillows. <laughs> <laughs> you know Class how like, when you get into a hotel, like... The, the bed's very, made very tightly and the pillows are like covered by the bedspread. Gavin removed the pillows and laid across the bed and then I put the bedspread back over him and he looked just like the pillows. Genius. That's a great <laughs> a place to hide. somewhere of like just a nicely made bed but my hand is coming out of the pillows. <laughs> I should find that. Uh, we used to we used to occupy our, ourselves in different ways. Oh, it, was, it was like smartphones weren't really around so we couldn't just like goof off on our phones we had to make real entertainment yeah and it sucks because since smartphones weren't around like we really don't have footage of that or anything it's like like you said there's a photo of it that might exist yeah. like we right. don't we don't have access to that anymore and there was that time where i was you were on the phone and i was jumping on your bed but i slipped <laughs> spilled water all over you <laughs> and you were on the phone you're like hang on one second and then you started like throwing <laughs> pillows at me and stuff we were like <laughs> children at a sleepover during the best the best ever experience was i think it was what year was it it might have been like comic-con 2005 maybe or 2006 when we were playing new super mario brothers and uh you and i were in that game like we were playing that multiplayer aspect of that game and the game had been going on forever and finally when the game ended the game had been going on so long that when it ended i won and i got i was so happy i ripped my shirt off and started (laughs) screaming and running around the hotel room Man, uh, it was good that was that was a different time. Yeah, I don't remember what year that was? Like it was a uh, that was at that uh, Embassy Suites over there down the road from the convention center in San Diego. So it was like it was like the living room and the bedroom, and I started like doing laps from the living room into the bedroom, like all around the <laughs> hotel room, <laughs> screaming because I was so happy that I won. And then we had the uh, the wrestle the wrestling match in London. London, that was a good one. New Super Mario Bros. When did that come out? That was two thousand May two thousand six, so it would have been that summer two thousand six. How long do you guys think it's going to be until conventions could happen again? Realistically, it's it's a anyway. Long story short, it's been a fucking long ass time. Yeah. Um, I've read. I don't. I don't know if anybody else uses these, but I I have this new obsession lately, and it's kind of unhealthy. I think I'm going to need to stop. But um, no, you obsession (laughs) stop. There's a new feature on Apple Watches where it measures how long you wash your hands for, and it gives you like a little alert letting you know that you washed your hands for long enough. And I find myself washing my hands more and more to like see how many times in a day I can wash my hands because it'll track over time too, like how much you wash your hands. And it's like 
I, you know, in using the Apple Watch, you can have like exercise competitions with other people, but I want to start like hand washing competitions with people like who can wash their hands the most or who has the longest average time for washing your hands. Like I'm tracking all these metrics now and it's like super easy. It's like right there. And I'm like, I, this is unhealthy. I need like, it's good to wash your hands. That's a good thing. It's bad to obsess over it and be like, I need to wash my hands for an average amount of time more than anybody else in the world. Yeah, that's like one or two steps away from flicking the light switch on and off before you leave a room, I think. I think yeah. that's on that sort of level. Pretty close. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I, I don't need to know that. I, I was washing my hands fine before. <laughs> I've been washing my hands fine for 42 years. I don't need that alert. I, I, I probably should disable it, but I'm not going to. Still refusing to get an Apple Watch until they put a camera on it because I want a Dick Tracy spy watch. Like if I can't talk to someone like like James Bond is or something, you know, like with someone seeing my face from my watch, then I don't want it. Do you, do you think I Apple's think, ever gonna do that? I think that's pointless. Yeah, it's pretty pointless. <laughs> then I'm gonna I'm never gonna get one then because I, well, like, I I want a Dick see, Tracy watch. You could see through your phone's camera on your watch. No, I don't care about that because then I'd be holding <laughs> my phone at that point. Like I might as well just be you on know, the phone. Like, yeah. Yeah. Use a phone <laughs> for your phone call. Do you not have an Apple Watch? I thought you had an Apple Watch, Blaine. No, I have every every other. No, I have every I other know. Apple thing. I got the the AirPods Pro things, and those things are fucking great. I want an Apple Watch. I really do. But I just like I don't know why I'm drawing a line in the sand at camera on watch. Dude, so. if you ever get it, I, I'm gonna walkie talkie you. That's my favorite feature of the oh. Apple Watch. It's just so dumb and so like I, I can understand the point to it, but just like fucking with your friends with it is just the best part of that. Yeah, they're, fun. they're putting out a new telephone soon. A new <laughs> telephone. telephone. What do you? What? You get a new iPhone? But <laughs> <laughs> well, they got some. Yeah, they come out this Friday. I think uh, pre-order started last yeah. Friday, and they start shipping this coming Friday. I'll be honest, there's too many freaking iPhones in this generation now. There's like... There's so many. Four? There's the mini, the normal, the pro, (laughs) and the pro max. Yeah, there's four. There should have been the mini max as well. The mini max. Just for a fifth one. I have a question for you. I don't know. Did any of you watch that Apple presentation where they like unveil (laughs) the phones and like they go on for 75 minutes about how they're changing the world and how fucking great they are and jacking the off? Sometimes, yeah. Is my name weird enough to work at Apple? Because it's like every person they cut to has like a really unusual name or an unusually spelled name. And I was watching and I was like, is Gustavo a strange enough name? Could I work at Apple? <laughs> like, they seem they, to pull like, a lot of people. And here's Gustavo with our new <laughs> carbon neutral steel. Like, so you all stood out there on the roof like with all the solar panels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they just pull a lot of people from European countries. I think Apple has a lot of Europeans working there. Mm. Johnny Ives still there? No. I think he pissed off. Yeah. Okay. I haven't been keeping up with Apple. Like, the Apple events, those are ones where I can just read the article that happens after the fact. I am no longer hyped for for Apple products. Except for if they put a camera on the Apple Watch, I don't give a fuck, because it's just this, it's a phone. (laughs) But, like, I'll watch trailers for, you know... Trailers for a phone. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I'll watch like Xbox press conference shit cuz that's that's a different feel. That hits different. But like Apple uh yeah. <laughs> Unless they put yeah, that camera like on that watch. There's always like here's a 7 minute 
video summary of everything Apple announced. And I'm just like, why didn't Apple make that? Why do why do they want to put out well, like a two hour, ten minute freaking video? Say, they've got great production value. I, I will say that. Like some of their transitions and the way that yeah. they do it all, I'm like, all right, that's top notch. They fucking kill so it. It turns out when you're worth like two trillion dollars, you can <laughs> buy <laughs> Um, you could buy like an eighty thousand dollar camera setup. Someone in and not chat, even notice. Uh, it's not even a real with, camera. The girl with pink hair says, "If I go by Tavo, then I'm set." Oh yeah, there you go. That's a you cool know. name. I like that. Yeah. But the the stuff that they show at Apple, it's not even like the real thing. It's all like a computer, like all those close ups and shit. That's all just like it's computer animation. Yeah. And since it's not like a human face, there's no uncanny valley, so it's just it just all looks like. Close-ups. Really Is that? Close -ups. Do you want it to be? Do you want them to be wasting time photographing a real phone with real lenses and lights, or are you okay with them just shitting out a render that takes like yeah one person? Not very. But much also, time like to, to get those angles too, because it's always floating in those shots, right? And like yeah. rotating and stuff. Like they would have to get someone to film it in slow mo, like toss up the phone and get like yeah. the perfect. That's cool. Shot. Could, I would watch done. that. that yeah, I fun. could, and it should. That would be <laughs> rad. Because you imagine if they put it like on a fan and it was like I bet you would show up. You would show up to Apple on your first day at Apple and you'd be like, I'm gonna revolutionize. I'm gonna revolutionize revolutionize product photography. The videos are gonna be real. We're gonna like Christopher Nolan this freaking iPhone trailer. And then you'll like edit the video on your little laptop and give it to them and they'll be like like a reflection of the camera in this shot there's some like schmutz and dust on the phone you'd be like oh maybe we should just render it <laughs> <laughs> they uh during hey barbara's back uh hey. during that that event they like tried to show like you can incorporate all of these wonderful products in your home and like part of the the set was like the, a cutaway house with like a car in the garage and like a living room and a dining room and a bedroom and like people going through like the different how parts of the house and I kept staring at it and it made me mad because they show like all these different wonderful things you can do with their products, but there were no bathrooms in that house. And I couldn't get over it in my mind. I was like, there's no bathroom. Like this is, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Like you would rather have them shit. build, build a room that wasn't used in the video. Yeah. Or, or do you want it to be like, you can use your iPhone while taking a shit. Right. Yeah. Just like grandpa's honestly, like, that's where 90% of the time you use your phone is it's on the fucking toilet. I was just like, like that's the one oh, place 90, where it's like, yeah. look, you can use your home pod everywhere. Your toilet, your phone. Yeah. Eric, 90%. That's where everyone uses their phone. No, no one uses their phone anywhere else. 90% uh, of the time. What would you think dude, it is? 10%? 10%? What? No. I like, I'm usually on my phone, like, if I'm hanging out on my couch or, like, at my desk and I have, like, a moment of downtime to look at something, like, I'll take I, it to I the bathroom, at... but I'm also not in the bathroom 90% of the time that I'm doing. St I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I, I will often get uh, a new iPhone just, just so the constant videos that I take are in... You know, they'll be like better future proofed, I guess. They'll look better for longer. Mm -hmm. So I was looking at like, oh, what's, the, what's this trading program about? Let me see how much I can get for my uh, current phone, which is uh, 11 right here. And I was like filling out the thing and they were like, is it in good condition? And I was like, hmm. Because by default, it's like you get like $500 off on my model of phone, off the new phone. So I was like, oh, cool. And I, I selected the button that was like, is your phone in good condition? And I looked at the back of it, which looks like this. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, no, <laughs> and it just changed from $500 to, we'll recycle your phone for free. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, shit. 
Damn it. So, it's been for yeah. 11 months, I think, that I've had it. Have you cut your hand on it? No, but sometimes glass does fall out the back. But I mean, <laughs> it's the back who gives a, who who gives gives a monkey. Shite. I see a lot of percentage, percentages being dropped in the chat about how often people use their yeah. phone in the bathroom. It's ranging. And, and in our, our, our own Discord chat here, uh, I see Eric and Cody talking, and I see Chris is typing something. Chris isn't even on this episode. Why is Chris about to chime in? You could, we could uh, have him join the Discord and say hello. <laughs> would he get pulled in? I, think, I don't think he, he would because he's he not wouldn't. on Memix. Yeah, he's not in this. Uh, yeah, 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 Eric. So they wouldn't really hear. I him. also love how Chris's name on Discord because you could, you know, change your appearance of your name. Um, his is still Big Nanny Chris, and I don't know when that happened or why it happened, but it's been like that for months. And he won't. Wh yeah, why doesn't he change it <laughs> to just Chris? I mean, I like annoying. it. Big Nanny Chris. <laughs> He's still typing. He's still typing. By the way, I'll, I'll tell you all what he says when he types it. I wonder what it would cost to okay. buy. Go ahead. Not watching the show and just getting the message notifications. It seems as though Eric is panic guessing the percentage that Barb's cam is overheating and that it somehow <laughs> depends on the amount she poops. <laughs> and then he went, anyway, turning off notifications. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I think Cody sent him a link. Yeah, uh, if he wanted he, to join he, our call. It's, it's it's okay. We we don't we don't need any more Chris than we got already. <laughs> yeah. oh, ch chat is actually suggesting the thing I was just gonna suggest. Uh, what if I just like I fixed it the back of my phone for like a couple of hundred and then send it in? Oh, get the remaining three hundred. Jobs are good in. That's a bit of a risk though, because what if? Oh, also, I think that that voids your warranty, and then I don't think they would accept it back, right? I don't know. That makes sense, yeah. They probably well, have, like... Find out. They probably just wave the phone over some sort of device. It's like, meh, out of warranty. Meh. Meh. Um, I, I... So, we've been podcasting for a long time. Do you think that if, like... Two decades? Uh, yeah, so many 80 minutes now. Podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> nice Do you think, like, if we didn't work here... Like, if you didn't work at Rooster Teeth, or if, you know... You were just whatever, doing an, uh, any other job. Do you think you would be sitting at home like I'm going to start a podcast? Do you think that if you weren't here working in this field that you would start your own podcast uh, randomly? No, mm -mm. definitely not. Me neither. I'd probably really still make videos, but probably not. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, like I don't know what kind of person I would be. Rooster Teeth has shaped my entire life. I started watching when I was 14, and now I'm 31. So it's like it's hard for me to picture. If Life's this didn't exist or I wasn't in this career, like what my interests would even be, if it would even be in entertainment at all, you know? What if, theoretically, you found out, I'm going to answer my own question by asking it. If you found out your life was better, if you had gone a different path, would you have gone that path or would you have still gone to rooster your teeth? If it was better, then you'd probably go the other path. I don't know why I'm asking Did, did you just <laughs> ask if your life was better at a different path, would you take that path? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably. Deep you questions know, with Blaine Gibson. I gotta say, Stop. I would take whichever path led me to Trevor. So, whatever oh. that was. So oh. sweet. Yeah. So, so cute. The fact that the fact that Rooster Teeth led me to Trevor, I will never want to change that. <laughs> Fuck so I found out that the path led me <laughs> to Jennifer. I can't Aniston. even make fun of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanted to make fun of you at the moment you said it. But I was like, oh, it's just really nice, isn't it? 
is very wholesome. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go ahead. Speaking of, we've been doing a podcast for way too long. Let's go ahead and uh, and wrap up on that on that wholesome, heartwarming note by Barbara Dunkelman. Uh, I want to thank everyone My, for watching. Mine's the same, by the way. I, I would take the path to Trevor. Any to Trevor, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. same here. Uh, thank you everyone for watching. We'll see you guys uh, again next week. And uh, that's it. Go home. Well, we're already home. Go eat something. Vote, vote, vote. Vote. Get a, get a sticker. If you can. I love you.